0: You're now listening to Ramen Retrocast, a podcast made for you, by you. So sit back, relax, and enjoy.
1: Princess? Oh, this could be my long-awaited royal companion. My soulmate, especially special lady. Screaming in horrific fear is a great compliment on my planet.
0: This is a load of barnacles. Spin-offs. what makes them so interesting? The idea of taking a side character and giving them their own show is nothing new. Take Harriet from Family Matters, for example. She first started out on the show Perfect Strangers with her husband, Carl. But she was so beloved, she was given her own show until it was all taken away by a nerd with glasses. You know what you did. did I- What happens when you take a character like Sheen from Jimmy Neutron, separate him from his friends, and dumb him down? You get the worst show Nick has ever aired? Planet Sheen. So before I can explain the problems with Planet Sheen, I have to talk about Sheen's role in Jimmy Neutron. So Sheen's purpose in Jimmy Neutron was to serve as a comic relief along with Carl Weiser. Sheen will maybe have a few funny moments here or there, but Sheen's always funny with Carl because just like High Five Ghost and Muscle Man, if you separate them, you lose what makes the character feel whole and you also lose the dynamic between both characters when they're together. There is one sheen Center episode that I will admit is pretty good called Sheen's in this episode, Sheen becomes too smart for his own good, using one of Jimmy's inventions. Sheen's ends up rampaging the town and destroying everyone who doesn't seem smart.
1: I shall choose the fairest and most beautiful of the town's females. I'm afraid of commitment. I didn't mean you. Libby fall facts, come on down. Oh, he must be bugging.
0: Now, in the episode, Sheen learns it's not always fun to be smart if it calls to your friends. It was a real good episode. So after Jimmy Neutron ended, we were teased about Jimmy Neutron constantly returning on websites and blogs. And I was so disappointed when I turned on my TV to watch the trailer for Planet Sheen. But I gave the show a chance, and let me tell you, it was the most annoying and most bland show I have ever watched. Sheen might not be the smartest guy on Earth.
1: Do not get into this racket. But on this planet Can you do that? Amazing He's a genius You must teach me how to do that I don't know, it took me about three years And a lot of detention
0: Welcome to life
1: Don't take it too hard, brother Oops Shook it too hard.
0: On Planet Sheen, the brand new series premieres Saturday, October second at eleven, only on Nick. To explain what went wrong with Planet Sheen, we're gonna look at the first episode because in order to get a feel for a show, the first episode is all you need. So the episode opens with Sheen walking into Jimmy's backyard, and if you thought we were gonna get any appearance from Jimmy Neutron during this, we don't. Instead, Sheen reads a note that states, "Do not press this button, JN." And Sheen, being the dummy he is, gets the to the rocket and blast off never to be seen again goodbye sheen show over no i wish no then we get a music montage of sheen flying through the rocket and the music is not bad it's not until episode two where we see the show's main intro and i mean it's not even an intro it's just sheen saying random words while music plays in the background the intro makes the show even harder to watch sheen
1: do not push this button. Dogs like cheese, girls like monkeys, Planet Sheen is oh so funky. OK, I get the last part, but the first two lines, you just off, bro. Skateboards rock, shoes like feetsies, you are watching Planet Sheensies. OK, OK, it's not called Planet Sheensies. Dance. You know what they say, Sheen, it ain't a party.
0: Why not keep the intro to the first episode? It was short and to the point. Anyway, then we got a shot of Planet Xenu, and the color choice they picked for the planet is not good. The CGI sometimes will look so unfocused or not polished. Not to say Jimmy Neutron didn't have any problems, but it was early CGI. Jimmy Neutron knew what worked and what didn't. By the time Planet Sheen aired, CGI was at a point where it was easy to do and cheaper to produce.
1: Whoa, check it out! Neutron has the moves! Well how about next time you get a board that can handle the neutron style? <laughs> Later, Nickorama!
0: Anyway, then we see the rocket Sheen's in crash, and we're introduced to the first joke of the show, Sheen having to use the bathroom. Seriously? A Picho? Three minutes in?
1: Where's the bathroom in this place? I gotta go serious bath. I'm talking end of the movie, just finished the mega side soda, but don't wanna miss the bad guy, get caught in the whole pack, go ah! <laughs>
0: Don't worry, there are more bad jokes on the way, like Dorcas, the antagonist of the show, whose main goal in the show is to be a bad pun and come up with plans to kill Sheen. But all of his attempts fail because of Sheen. And then we get Sheen breaking the fourth wall, which only happens once in the show, and it's never brought up again. Why put something in a show that could've worked? Instead, they use the fourth wall break as a joke. This pilot gets worse. Don't worry.
1: this is Dorcas. He might be scary if his name wasn't Dorcas. That's me, Sheen Estevez. And I made a huge mistake. I should have gone to the bathroom before I left Earth. That's the Emperor. He's a big, powerful dude here, even though he's the size of a cute little puppy with a squid head.
0: Then Dorcas brings out the Book of Great Goodness, and it states He who destroys Dorcas' house must pay. Alright, Sheen's rocket apparently destroyed Dorcas' house. And for that, Sheen is sent to the Palace of Pain. Stupid names, but so is the Book of Great Goodness. What, they couldn't come up with better names? These names sound like a kid came up with them. So before Sheen is about to be slaughtered, Sheen thinks he's in a dream. And then we get the only good cameo of this pilot, The Barnyard. A far better show for those who don't know, the voice of the rat in Barnyard does Sheen's voice. And I like to think that's why the cameo was there.
1: This is all a dream. I'm going to wake up and the sun will be shining. I'll be back on the farm and the roosters will be crowing and I'll be milking the pigs and slapping the... Hey, wait a minute. I don't live on a farm. And you're not dreaming either.
0: It's- then Sheen gets chased by a bad guy named Bob, who looks so bland, it's like they didn't even try. So, because of Sheen's the main character, he gets hungry, he throws a thing called a Bleen on a stick, and cause Sheen's the hero of the show, Bob's defeated because he's allergic to Bleen on a stick. Then we cut to Sheen making the decision to leave Xenu, and because Sheen's not very bright, the rocket explodes, and he is stuck on the worst planet ever. I wish this was just one Sheen episode that It just never aired, but nope. It keeps going. Then Sheen is introduced to Oom, the emperor's daughter. And after a few stupid jokes and a weird tongue kiss that makes me incredibly sick, we get the most annoying transition any show has ever had. Okay, it's not that annoying, but a transition shouldn't make you want to punch a goddamn cat. This transition is in every episode of the show. That's not how you make a transition. You make it short and fun like that 70s show. That show knew how to make transition
1: <gasps> i
0: Then Sheen agrees to fight a beast called the Choctaw. When Sheen looks in the book, the monster looks incredibly short. But later we realize it's not the monster that looks short, it's the vegetation on the planet that's tall. Dorcas agrees to take Sheen to the planet. Once there, Dorcas pushes Sheen into the monster's mouth. Then we get clone number one, Nesmith, who was pretty much a Jimmy Neutron ripoff. But after watching 26 episodes of this show, Nesmith is the only character I can actually see liking maybe it's because he's the closest thing to jimmy neutron the show has nesmith is an ape who while traveling through space became super smart thank god we need someone smart to balance sheen's stupidity then sheen encounters a chalk towel and then sheen along with nesmith try to fight it off sheen removes a hangnail from the chalk towel And then we're introduced to the love interest of the show even though i thought sheen was with libby but who cares we're introduced to a blue girl named asifa who was a warrior fighter slash yoler i don't know the show is weird so after that weird yelling montage nesmith sees how brave sheen was and agrees to fix the rocket so they can both go home so Sheen returns to xenu and is appointed number one royal advisor which makes Storkus hates Sheen even more. And then we get probably the only heartfelt scene in this pilot, Sheen's journal entry, which I have no complaints. I actually like these scenes. It sort of gives Sheen some sense of humanity, and that's what we need in this show. And then it ends with clone number two, Dobby, a Carl Weiser ripoff. I guess I realized without a Carl-like character, the show doesn't work. And that was Planet Sheen, so from the very first episode you can clearly see why the show failed. It was so unfocused, so unfunny, Sheen's whole reason for being there seems pretty pointless. Not to mention, Sheen's character isn't fleshed out enough to make a show around. And why not just make a show around Nesmith, his character was more fleshed out than Sheen's. I hope you enjoyed this video, leave a like and don't forget to comment. And with that being said, my name is Ramen. You guys have a good night.
1: And shoo up, shoo up. Ooh, ain't no love of my man. Shoo up. Oh, Shane, They've somehow become hypnotized again. Oh, we're not hypnotized. We're just slaves to the rhythm. Yep. We're too sassy, Mama mate. Ain't no love of my man. Shoo up, shoo up.